Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Catholic Talk Show. Today, we've got a special guest, Sister Margie. Uh, she's going to be talking about some missions in Tanzania. That's right. Sister Margie is from the Sisters of Mary, who put together Boys and Girls Town after the work of Venerable Aloysius Schwartz. And we're going to talk about that work today. And some of you have already participated in previous shows with the Sisters of Mary and our own Father Dan Leary. Sister Margie, welcome back to the show. And let's begin with Venerable Aloysius Schwartz prayers. Venerable Aloysius Schwartz, pray, pray for, for us. us. One of the most joyous occasions of my life was spending time in Chalco with the Sisters of Mary. Oh, yeah. And I'm really excited to be able to bring you on the show and, and talk about this wonderful ministry that you guys are doing on the backs of a saint, yeah. uh, saint uh, you know, almost a saint. And, and I've had the privilege of visiting Chalco and, and the Sisters of Mary in, in, in Mexico, just outside of Mexico City. But every time I visit Our Lady of Guadalupe, we're always together in the shrine. Yeah. Every time yeah. that I go, which is just absolutely <laughs> amazing. Yeah. And we did a pilgrimage with our Catholic talk show, and we visited uh, the, the sisters and the beautiful kids of Chalco. And uh, it truly is. It's, it's a, an impression that is left upon the heart that you will never forget. And the experience liturgically of celebrating Mass with the kids Man. and the sisters, it is so really profound. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, the world can be a dark place, and it can be a pretty desperate place. But getting there and seeing the work that the sisters are doing with all these children and the smiles on their faces mm -hmm. gives you a perspective that there's still hope and there's still goodness in this mm -hmm. world. There's still innocence in mm -hmm. this world. And protecting that is tantamount, right? And the work that the Sisters of Mary are doing in boys and girls towns throughout the world uh, really provides children with a chance to have that life, just a smile and innocence. And honestly, you can't be there and not be filled with joy. And the right. world needs more of that all the time. It, it's so true. Like our eyes were so dilated as we looked at each other, you know, like this is this is happening right now. And, and <laughs> you know, and there's yeah. just so much light and it's just a foretaste of heaven. I mean, really a beautiful foretaste of heaven. How present God is to the poorest of the poor. And what a privilege to have you back, Sister Margie. World Villages for Children and these boys and girls towns that, that Ryan Shield was just talking about. Where else, besides Chalco, Mexico, where else are the Sisters of Mary? Where else are you in, in ministry in the world? We are actually in seven countries and 15 places. Mm. Started in Korea and the Philippines and Mexico is third country. Mm. And... Uh, Guatemala, Honduras, Brazil, and finally we have in Africa and Tanzania. Mm. Yes. <laughs> and now where are you, Sister Margie? Where where, do you, where are you positioned? Recently I am uh, assigned in Boys Town in Tanzania and Dodoma City. Mm. And yeah. is that a new is that a new outreach or have you been there for for a number of years now? It's just five months that Only I have five been there. Months. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm oh very goodness. new because I have been in America for 23 years, mm. directly serving the sisters and poor. Mm. Yeah. And then I am sent to Africa. I was actually shocked that I thought I am for America. <laughs> but God is calling me to the desert because you know that Chalco, you saw that mm. uh, I have been involved many times. And I feel that is already a piece of paradise. Mm. And now God is calling me again in the desert 
Wow. To help the poor. Mm. That's very much like Father uh, Aloysius. You know, he started his work in Korea and then felt mm. that call to, to yeah. go to Mexico and mm. throughout the world. Mm. Yeah, it was a very simple calling that he followed. And, you know, it's uh, it's amazing, like, just the activity of faith mm-hmm. in, in your community mm-hmm. and how you guys go out mm-hmm. into the, the world that's mm-hmm. around you mm-hmm. and find these children that are in need of uh, education and and, uh, stability in their life so they can Mm -hmm. grow. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a beautiful example of of faith like in action. I mean, we always take steps to the Lord here, but there it's just, it's a very drastic step in the lives of these children. And and it's it's, like you said, like when we were there, it's just so beautiful to see the joy with all these children. And I'm sure some of the parents do as well. The activity that you were talking about, it was really cool. This morning at mass, the sisters joined me at St. John Paul II. And the gospel passage that we have today for the liturgy was Martha and Mary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the distinction between the contemplative life of prayer mm-hmm. and union with God and then the active life of service. Mm-hmm. Sister, could you share a little bit? Because you, you really opened up my eyes a little bit to Venerable Aloysius Schwartz and what he would say about that with yeah, the Sisters the of Mary. Yeah, that's the main teaching of Father R, that Sisters of Mary is um, Sisters of St. Luke, especially chapter 10. Mm-hmm. So that's a story start, starting with uh, that's today's gospel, Martha and Mary. And we have to uh, pray three hours a day mm-hmm. and we can serve the children. So pray first, mm-hmm. God first and contemplative life first. Mm-hmm. Then we can serve our children mm-hmm. with a more uh, spirituality and with a more uh, mother's love. So prayer is main part of our vocation. Mm-hmm. And there also there is a good example of uh, uh, Saint what, Marit- Samaritan, Good Samaritan. Father mm-hmm. is teaching us that about Good Samaritan's example is Sisters of Mary service, mm-hmm. step by step, that love enemies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. also we, can, we have to love our sisters and our children, but most not attractive child should be loved mm-hmm. first. Yeah. By mm. the sisters. Yes. That's, mm. So, sister, for for the people listening who are not completely familiar with who mm. the Sisters of Mary are mm. or have never even heard of Venerable Aloysius Schwartz, tell us a little bit about the Sisters of Mary and what boys and girls towns actually are. Mm. Sisters of Mary is founded in Korea 59 years ago to help the poorest of the poor by our founder, who is Venerable Aloysius Schwartz. He's mm. from Washington. And diocesan Washington DC mm-hmm. and he he passed away 31 years ago and we continue but um, mostly uh, we are dedicating our life to be mother sister of the youth from middle school the senior high school and we have a boarding school in seven countries and 15 houses we are serving 21,000 daily, mm-hmm. living and eating and sleeping in same shelter, mm-hmm. but free of charge. So it's uh, like teamwork. We sisters are offering our life and our prayer and serving directly to the poor, guiding them to save their souls. But with the help of many people mm-hmm. in the world, financially, they are supporting us. I feel this, this is great teamwork working together and making daily miracles. Mm. And then we have 170,000 graduates mm. in the world. Mm. Uh, they are mostly, they are very good Catholic leaders mm. and doing their best. They didn't receive 
blessing to have a united and holy family. But now they are honor of that holy family with their own children. That's, That's a good beautiful. news. Yes. That's such great news. Yeah. Yeah. Sister Margie, each time that we are relating to the Sisters of Mary on our show mm -hmm. or have Father Dan Leary here, many people that have been, been through the experience of growing up yeah. with the Sisters of Mary, they all comment so beautifully uh, on our pages. They always say, I'm one of Father Al's kids. Yeah. We get those comments <laughs> yes. all, from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you said it so beautifully, but I don't think people could understand the depths of the poverty that a lot of these children mm -hmm. are coming from. Mm -hmm. You know, when we here in the West think poor, it means like, well, you know, we got an old iPhone. You know, our iPhone's kind of broken and we can't get, afford to get the new one and maybe our electricity bill's a little bit late, whatever. You these, gotta eat at McDonald's right. all the time or yeah. something like that. Yeah. These children are coming from the most abject poverty that you have you could even contemplate yeah. and probably can't even contemplate. No, and that's consider. where the Sisters of Mary go, to the mm -hmm. very poorest of the poor and the most mm -hmm. desperate. And even in these places, they're finding and creating smiles. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's miraculous work, if you ask and, me. And Sister Margie mentioned, you know, that she, she's very pro-America. She's very happy to be in, in Central America and in, in, in the new world, coming from Korea to Chalco. And how fitting, you know, St. John Paul II is the parish that I'm the pastor at. Many of you know that. But um, at JP2, we have established a partnership with the Sisters mm -hmm. of Mary and World Villages for Children so that our, our choice of charity is actually direct toward the work of the Sisters of Mary. And we've done a number of fundraisers here with the talk show, mm -hmm. too, to support your work. Mm -hmm. And it was St. John Paul II in his visit to Mexico City identifying Chalco as one of the most impoverished communities mm -hmm. in the entire world. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm curious, Sister, were you there around the time that uh, St. John Paul II, when did you? When did your community uh, go uh, to Chalco? After maybe two or three months after his visiting in Chalco, yeah. Father R. arrived there. Wow. And then in the um, Father Heart, Chalco is like Nazareth. Mm. It's the poorest over poor, poor place. Mm -hmm. So Chalco, another name of Chalco was extreme poverty. Mm -hmm. So Father chose that place to start our mm. work. That's mm -hmm. excellent. And, and like, look at the providence of mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. You know, a saint mm -hmm. in John Paul II, mm -hmm. the Pope, visiting, mm -hmm. identifying, mm -hmm. and then a saint in Venerable Aloysius mm -hmm. Schwartz coming just a little while later to yeah. establish the community. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. How, how long did you know, did you know personally Venerable, Venerable Aloysius Schwartz? And yes, uh, actually, I have been with him nine years. Wow. And his last three years, I was very near to him. Mm daily that uh, we were serving food with him and eating with him, listening to him. Mm. And his last three or four months, uh, he was in Mexico. And then we were eating together and I was looking at him and listening to him. The more he's suffering, the more he is paralyzed. He looks bright. Mm. He looks beautiful. Mm. I can see beauty on his uh, face mm. and his uh, spirit. He is preparing us like Jesus knows that he will die mm. and he is preparing his disciples. He was preparing us every moment mm. and to do this and to do that. And he said, I will come back, sister. I will be very boring in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I will help you because I know you are stupid. <laughs> he's uh, joking and he's a real father. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. He said, 
We will, I will come back, so don't worry. Do not be afraid. No. Yeah. yeah, for those who don't know, Father Al, he suffered from ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, which ultimately took his life. Mm-hmm. And then the three of us, we had the chance to actually pray in his private quarters, in his bedroom, by his bed, mm-hmm. by his uh, wheelchair and his personal effects. Um, and Delacross almost broke a few yeah, of his personal he, he effects. walking around and they're knocking stuff <laughs> over. not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Father Al said you were very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that was that was, <laughs> but that was great. But to see the wall there with all the the notes from mm-hmm. the children that it sent to them is uh, a really cool thing. So very moving. I wanna I wanna also read in his personal chapel uh, just the beautiful quote. Yeah, which is him. right next to his bedroom, and and we we went in there together and we knelt down in adoration of the Blessed Sacrament, and uh, and then this was on the wall. Yeah, it says although suffering is in me, I am not in it. I am in God. So it just mm. kind of draws to your attention how suffering should mm-hmm. always be united with God. Amen. You know, in that place, Father was praying every day one hour personal mm. prayer mm. on the wheelchair. Wow! So we put the wheelchair there, remembering every time I sit on yeah. that wheelchair, I feel His presence. Mm. You know, you cannot stop to cry. Mm. You know, and then that message really gives strength to Him mm-hmm. to to run until the end. Mm. So God is in me. I'm not in suffering. Mm. Suffering is in me, but I'm not in it. Amen. And it's, it's like uh, we stopped in the chapel coming into the studio mm. uh, today, Sister Margie and I, and and Sister venerated the relics of St. Bernadette and, mm. and St. Agnes and, and the uh, Eucharistic miracle that we have from uh, from Portugal. And... Uh, but that what a relic that is is the is the wheelchair of you know Father Al. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What a relic. We were like walking around with yeah. relics everywhere. Yeah. Yes. It was pretty cool. Yeah, the whole house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like and you feel it too when you're yeah, when you you're do. there. You re- it's it's yeah. immersive. It's immersive experience. You know, speaking of like the immersive experience of charity and activity, as as Ryan Delacross was saying before that to see the activity of the sisters among these poor children that you're educating. Um, what was it particularly for you, Sister Margie, that, that drew you to, the, to become a sister? Uh, why did you join this religious congregation out of any, any other ones? Or, you know, how did God speak to your heart to become active as a sister of Mary? I think the vocation of Sisters of Mary can distinguish um, being mother sister. Mm. Motherly love can practice through these poor children, mm. and so a charism of motherhood. Yes, because a virgin of the poor who mm. appeared in Banu, 1930, she uh, addressed herself, "I am a virgin of the poor. Mm. I am mother of God, but I am the virgin of the poor." Mm. So Father R, uh, get her as a, her protector, her mother, mm. his mother. And he dedicated mm. and consecrated his life to her. Mm. So he uh, founded Sisters of Mary, and we are sisters, a virgin, and also in the same time, mother of the poor. Mm. So when you have motherly love, when you love your child, you can do everything. So every development and every program that we are doing and every creative things that we are doing, it's because we like them, we love them, mm. to prepare their future. Mm. And to express God loves you through us. No, mm. that's mm. Um, I think that really drives us to do everything to make sacrifice. We can. We don't need. We don't need to sleep. We don't need to eat as long as our children 
are happy mm. and they have new future, mm. we will be just satisfied. Mm. <laughs> now, sister, where were you born? Where did you grow up? And how did you discern your religious vocation? How did you, did you go right into the Sisters of Mary? Did, did you have other plans? Like, you know, what's, what's your backstory? I was near Busan City. It's near, um, it's end of the Korea, mm -hmm. near Japan. Yep. And I grew with a very religious family. And um, our father and mother are Catholics. So we, maybe three generations are already Catholic in Korea. And many aunts are religious sisters. They came to me. This, there is another kind of life. Mm -hmm. I feel that this that started the vanity. Mm -hmm. I like to be something different. Mm -hmm. I don't like to <laughs> like my friends and living in you know province, doing same things. I like to live differently. Started with that, but I always like to be in the church, uh, the uh, reading Bibles and you know listening catechism. I really loved to be in the church, and I had, and since I was tw 12 years old, I got the book of uh, Imitation of Christ mm. from my uh, eldest brother. He was in seminary, mm. and I got it, and I got, the book is like read, written in like vertical, like mm. Chinese mm -hmm. uh, book. I feel really elevated spiritually, yes. reading that Imitation of mm -hmm. Christ. Nobody's reading at the time that kind of book. And I was more encouraged to follow Jesus. I love the imitation of Christ. I remember <laughs> early on in my reversion and really embracing the faith. Mm. When that book came into my hands, I was about uh, 19, 20 years old. Mm. And um, that really changed my whole life. Yeah. And the effect of mm. that book spiritually mm. is very powerful. Mm. So we want to encourage all of our listeners out there and viewers on YouTube Check out Imitation of Christ. If you have not read that book, Thomas Kempis, it's a, is such a phenomenal spiritual resource for you to grow in your faith. And if you are viewing right now and you haven't hit the subscribe button and click the little bell, what are you waiting for? And let's give Sister Margie and the World Villages for Children and the, and the Sisters of Mary a big thumbs up, too. And make sure you're putting your comments, especially if you are one of Father Al's children. We want to hear from you. I'm sure that you're connecting with us to listen in. <laughs> so that we could just continue to spread the good works of Father Al and the Sisters of Mary far and around the world. Now, you're talking about your charism of motherhood. Mm -hmm. And in the charism of, of motherhood that's so unique to the Sisters of Mary, it drew you and attracted you to give of your life mm -hmm. in, in sacrifice and, and entering into that state of a perpetual virginity with the perpetual virginity of Mary. You know, you're entering into this motherhood of Mary in a way. Mm -hmm. and, and you are sisters of Mary. This beautiful charism that's articulated Articulating in your life, it's very evident the way that you speak about Chalco. You spent so many years there. In total, how many years again? 23 years. 23 years in yes. Chalco, mothering these children. And you could see that that desire to be a mother to the Americas yes. that is that yes. is in your heart. <laughs> and, um, and the joy that you have in relationship to those children. Now, how did it come about that your your motherhood just couldn't stay planted here in the Americas and and in Central America and Chalco, and now your your motherhood has to like like you said transition to the desert, and now you're in Tanzania. How did that happen? It's uh, because we are six years ago we started because usually Sisters of Mary goes not because we choose, but we are invited. Mm. That is invitation and encounter. Mm -hmm. Some uh, bishops and some church authorities, 
they know our program, seeing the benefits that we can produce a lot. And the Nuncio Apostolic of Honduras, who was from Tanzania. Ah. And he was begging and begging and begging yeah. to come to Tanzania to start this school <laughs> in Tanzania. So he was a great instrument to mm. invite us. So sisters finally went to open Tanzania in Dar es Salaam, girls down first. Mm. So now we have a, a five grade from POM 1 to POM 5. That's mm -hmm. like a senior high school. We have 860 girls receiving free education. Wow. Yes. That's a pretty quick turnaround in a build-out. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go zero zero to eight sixty. Zero girls. And now you've got eight hundred and six. You think you have a lot of kids. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's that's Father Ars. Uh, he settled everything. We just followed the platform. Yeah. And we can do everything because mm -hmm. that's nothing new that he's prepared everything. Wow. So we follow that he he always say something, the city should be near the capital so that you can find uh, uh, plenty of food and mm -hmm. everything that children will need mm -hmm. and have good teachers. Because if we go to province, it's hard to find the good teachers. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, That's a very good point. And then the people can come. Usually the mm -hmm. outskirts of the uh, city, capital city, there are more poor. Mm -hmm. So that's father are always mentioned mm -hmm. that we do. So whenever we go, we have to build school first, building first. So construction is a great part of our work. Mm -hmm. We are not a specialist, but we know how to build buildings mm -hmm. with our architects and engineers. Yeah. Well, Sister Mary, I've got a huge project here. I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> not only your prayers, but I need your assistance and advice to build these buildings here, too. Yeah, so after five years, that also that from Dodoma Archdiocese, they are also uh, asking us to open the boys' town. Yes. Boys also need Sisters of Mary. Oh, yes. So now we are starting, but usually we start with the one pilot program. Mm -hmm. We now have a small buildings that actually will be used for workshops, mm -hmm. but just converted at dormitory and classroom mm -hmm. for 150 children. Mm -hmm. We have 120 boys mm -hmm. there in Dodoma now. Wow. So for people who don't know, uh, Tanzania is in, is in southeastern Africa, mm. um, you know, not too far from you know, South Africa. It's kind of lower down on the continent there. Uh, it's an impoverished area, but it's a really beautiful. That's where like Mount Kilimanjaro is mm -hmm. in that country. Um, one of the things that I do really like about what you do with the Girls and Boys Town is that the, ed the educational aspect of it, mm -hmm. that you're providing these children with a trade, with a vocation, mm -hmm. so that they are able to not just be recipients of charity, but then they become instruments of societal change mm -hmm. themselves. Mm -hmm. They become people who are leaders in the community. They have, they're able to then multiply, you know, like the fish and loaves. They're able to multiply the blessing that people are able to give through the Sisters of Mary to the World Children of Villages mm -hmm. and really create a cascading effect where a society, a culture, groups of people are able to be elevated one child at a time and spread that blessing out. Mm -hmm. It's a really cool thing. So what kind of programs are you teaching these boys in Tanzania to learn? What, what's some of the things that these, these young men are, are gaining from there? Since we are starting there and... Uh, we are preparing on knee because the, this 120 boys just came to one month ago mm -hmm. with us. So we are preparing some uh, workshops for computer program okay. and also carpentry and welding. 
welding, carpentry, and computer yeah. workshops. I mean, those are essential industries. Basic things yeah. they can do. Yeah. And also, maybe in the future, we can teach some art work also. What is the uh, educational landscape of Tanzania? Are there challenges in that country, uh, socially, politically? Um, you know, what is the prospect of hope for uh, the children of Tanzania? What, what do you see uh, the needs being um, in, that, in that country now, uh, being there for, for a little while? Um, but it's still very new for you. It's, I mean, it's brand new of yes. an effort with the boys. Um, so what are you seeing particularly um, in, in need there in, in Tanzania? It's, um, it's uh, for me, really five months mm -hmm. on need. Mm -hmm. I am very new to, to, to uh, judge and to tell you the whole story. But in my eyes, there are many things to be transformed by Sisters of Mary because, because of the uh, extreme poverty. Uh, many, many students from primary school, they have to stay in boarding school. I was surprised because it's, uh, they are not living with their parents. If they live with their family, they cannot eat mm. three times a day. Most of the houses in poor families they eat three or four times a week. Mm. Fasting is just normal for them. Mm -hmm. That's why they just put their chi children, you know, like seven years old, eight years old, in the school during week. Only Sunday they come to house and they go back to the school. Mm -hmm. and their uniforms are very, very old. And yes, they really live like that. And the school system, education system is very strange for me is because they have national exam constantly. Mm. And they are ranking the students nationally. Mm. And they are not good in exam, they're out. Mm -hmm. They cannot go to middle school, high school, and mm -hmm. college. Mm -hmm. So country is government is controlling my future. Mm. In my eyes, that's not really just. Mm -hmm. And then, but Sisters of Mary, although they, they have to achieve academic uh, result, but we are giving another class, vocational class. Mm. So the uh, education authority, they are looking at us with different mm. eyes. Mm. Wow. To seeing the Sisters of Mary five years achievement, we are number one in John, number one academically, and also our girls can That's learn fabulous. bakery, and sewing machine, electricity, mm. with a solar system technology. technology, mm. And there are so Just many yeah. opportunities. <laughs> and then our girls can go out immediately. They can work. Mm -hmm. And also human and religious formation. Mm. So the church, the uh, education authority is mentioning that, wow, something that our curriculum should be changed, seeing the Sisters of Mary. Mm. That's another hope. Mm. And seeing the children, they are just without hope, staying there. Even they cannot eat three times a day, and they cannot go to school because if they are not okay in mathematics, they they are treated as nobody. Mm -hmm. I am not good in mathematics, but I am in good in art. I like to encourage our children. They have another talent. Yes. You know, that's another hope that we have. Mm -hmm. We like to plant that hope in the heart of our children. And then their poverty is extreme, much different than America. Because America, you can eat, 
but there you cannot eat. You have nothing. Mm. Even the garbage, you know, they don't have garbages. Mm. No, I like to get some, I like to work some recycling things to make some artwork, creative work with boys. Nothing. Even small stone and small, you know, stone with a sound, some things with a sound. I like to collect it. No garbage. Mm. Nothing. They don't even have wow. garbage. That's, mm. yeah, that's a level of poverty. That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's hard for our Americans and people in the West to, to even conceive. That we have too much garbage. Like our, our, our amount of waste is a problem. Mm -hmm. We don't know what to do with all. Mm. There, you can't even find garbage to make a, a hobby. Mm -hmm. you know, that's, yes, that's, that's a very impressive for me. That's very eye-opening because I've, I've, been, I've been in India. I've been through the very poor areas of Mumbai. Uh, very impoverished areas of Haiti. Um, I've I've been to Asuncion, Paraguay, Chalco, many many places of of poverty. Mm -hmm. um, but in all of those places, I've found great amounts of garbage and unorganized structure mm -hmm. to handle the trash. And then you look at you look at a situation where Haiti, it's like we pour all these resources in because of the accessibility to America, mm -hmm. and then uh, so they ha it's just they've surmounted a ton of waste mm -hmm. as a result of that. But this type of poverty I've yet to experience, sister. So I really appreciate your mm -hmm. testimony. I was really lucky to be able to visit more than 40 houses mm. to see the reality and real poverty of our children before we accept them. Mm -hmm. So I saw them, they are really suffering. Their families are not united because of the poverty, because mm -hmm. mother is going some other state to get some money to send their children. If father has nothing to do and mother has to go out, if father has to go out, mother is alone. So they have no family like uh, atmosphere. Mm. So children, they don't know there is no dining table, there is no kitchen. So they don't know how family like. Mm. But it is very painful to see them and my stomach is moving and I cannot sleep every time that I see the reality. But in the same time, I can tell to the girls and boys, Maria, you can smile. Mm. Maria, from now on you smile because you are sisters of Mary Child. Mm. Your future will be different and your family will be living differently and you have hope. I come here to give this good news. So that's mm. really, um, my heart was beating when I was saying that words. Gideon, you can smile now because you mm. are sisters of Mary Child. Mm. Tanzania, smile because you have sisters mm. of Mary there. But all of this can do, can say I, this word of hope to the people because there are so many people who are helping us. So we are working together to do something beautiful for God through Sisters of Mary. Just yeah. listening, my eyes are welling up with tears and I'm, yeah. I'm smiling and I'm sure that you're smiling out there too. And to continue this good work of the Sisters of Mary, you too can become a partner. So we want to invite you to go to worldvillages.org and you'll see a very simple way to sponsor a sister. And you could sponsor someone just like Sister Margie. Or Sister Margie specifically. I'll yeah. make sure that we put the link there so you can click it on below the video or you can go to catholictalkshow.com forward slash worldvillages and you can directly sponsor Sister Margie's work and help her and the community mm -hmm. in uh, Tanzania. And it's just, it's so important to continue this good work. And a lot of times people are, are considering, 
you know, I, I have such surplus. I have such uh, wealth. I live in, 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 you know, a very good situation. And our hearts are moved to recognize the plight of the poor. And that's what we're called to in Christ, is to recognize the plight and the poverty of our neighbor. And today in the digital continent, you're being exposed to the neighbor in Tanzania. And you're being exposed to your sister and Sister Margie. And to partner with her in the work that, that she's doing would truly continue to expand upon this very new effort with these boys and and the hope that we have in relationship with the church to what you are doing there is rooted in the good works that are already proven from Father Aloysius Schwartz and all of the work that the Sisters of Mary have done around the world. So thank you. Thank you so much. The the interesting dynamic of just education and what you were talking about in Tanzania and how you're being recognized for doing the work, it's it's very exemplary of, of governments and their desire to uh, administer uh, when they're not teachers, they're not, you know, they're, they're, they're not caring for people. They're trying to establish protocols and procedures for everybody. And usually the the poor and, and the slighted get left out. And just, just for you guys to scoop them up and bring them mm-hmm. to the government and show them, is, it's, a, it's a work of God. It's a work of mercy yeah. in their lives, too. You know? That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the stones that the government's rejected are becoming the cornerstones of the, gov- of the of society of the future. And that yeah. state. You know, yeah. they weren't good at math or maybe they weren't good at science. So the government's like, we can't invest what limited resources we have in them. So they re- yeah. get rejected. But you take them and find them and help them flourish as God made them, and they become movers of society and that is such a beautiful hope-filled action mm-hmm. it sanctifies the, the 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 country yeah right mm-hmm. it really does yeah. it really does you know sister um experiencing the importance of education i think that that's what's being underscored very clearly to me in this conversation mm-hmm. is that um education can be a poverty we talk about it all the time, how uh, our country and the Americas, we, we need to have a reform, mm-hmm. a renaissance of mm-hmm. education. Um, and a part of that education is art and architecture and the expression of culture. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the very spirit in which we commune with God and express our gratitude to God for, for what he has given us and the resources at our hands to construct a world and to, and to create and participate in creation by constructing uh, civility. And to, to hear your proclivity toward art and that you have this talent, uh, can you share a little bit more about your artistic talents and how you pass that down to the kids? I would love to hear more about that. Uh, I was encouraged by Father R to draw small paintings mm. since I was an aspirant. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he discovered that I can, I am interested to drawing small things. I like to paint, but I improved a lot because of his encouragement. Mm -hmm. So now I am drawing, that's my resting time. That's only my resting time. And I'm drawing like my diary. And many people, they like my drawing because that's very simple. There is no imitation of another artist, Mm -hmm. something unique. Very unique. Yes, very light and very easy because I draw very quickly. <laughs> so many people they like and and also I I realize that I have really talent in art. So mm. I am working with our girls and boys, mm-hmm. and I like also interior designing and architect architectural designing, mm-hmm. and 
also small things, small creative things, using things and really make our atmosphere something nicer mm-hmm. than just doing nothing, no? S- sister, so, I loved so your divine mercy image that you, you <laughs> painted. Yeah. I saw in Chalco and you, all of your artwork is there for sale there mm. to help support. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I just loved it. And there were so many people in the little shop uh, <laughs> there in, in Mexico uh, purchasing things that you, your hands have made. So I want to say thank you on behalf of them for the, the work that you do in God and, the, and your leisure and your prayer mm. that you express this. In, in your artistic form. That's what uh, Father Al liked very much, that our um, motto as a Sisters of Mary, uh, Boys and Girls Town, is that the glory of God is a man fullier life mm. of St. Irenaeus. Amen, yeah, yeah. St. Irenaeus. Yeah, so it's, I think, part of living fully and using fully my time for God and for children, even for my friends. Mm. They love my work, so I am using my rest, uh, resting time, you know, just making small drawings, and everybody mm-hmm. is uh, delighted with that. Mm-hmm. So I am happy, too. You yeah. got to get one of them if we're in here. I know, that's that's true. <laughs> if there's any way that we could secure a Divine Mercy image yeah. by uh, your hand, I don't know if it's still available, but I would, I would love to get that Divine Mercy yeah, image. Yeah. You know, man fully alive mm-hmm. from St. Irenaeus and, and you know, Father Al expressing that, mm-hmm. you know, this is the work. This mm-hmm. is the charism. We're, we're bringing mankind mm-hmm. to the fullness of life mm-hmm. in Christ. And to see the work is life-changing. We were able to witness that work and to see culture at its finest, its art at its finest, the kids in traditional uh, custom and and costume Mm -hmm. uh, to express the culture and the dance to God, um, that that is the the need for renaissance all throughout the world, even in our own country in the United States of America. We need a a revival and a renaissance of culture, Mm -hmm. and that takes artistic people. So if you're out there, you know, we we need you. You know, look at St. John Paul II Second's letter to the artist. Be inspired and be a part of this renaissance and this renewal. Man fully alive. This is why we love partnering with the Mm -hmm. Sisters of Mary. This is why we love partnering also with (laughs) Exodus and Hallow, because Exodus is a phenomenal program that they have so many things besides that 90-day program that we've heard for men. They have programs galore. You know, Exodus is all about prayer, fraternity, and asceticism, mm-hmm. resetting your life so that you can become more fully alive in Christ. Yeah, so if you love the programs of Exodus, or maybe you've done an Exodus 90 before, um, this Lent, they're going to be walking you through a, a Lent version of that Exodus program. And the things that they do are top-notch and really impactful to the lives of men. So you can go to startmyexodus.com forward slash Catholic Talk Show, try out the app for free, and see how this can help prepare you for Easter. You know, the gospel passage, Mary and Martha, you know, and what Sister Margie is saying to us, prayer has to be the foundation. Prayer, prayer, prayer. You know, and from that prayer service. That's right. And, you know, Hallow is another partner of ours that we are just so proud that we've been a part of their life from the beginning. Same with us. Like we've been we've been in this journey together. And Hallow is the number one prayer app in the app store today and has been prayed with over a 
billion times, and there are so many resources on this application. It's a library of resources in the Catholic practice that dates all the way back to the first century to present day, from Lexio Divina to reflections from top-notch Catholics and leaders. It's truly a remarkable application that will help you pray and grow into that fullness. So if you want to participate yeah. in Hallow and you don't have the app yet, go to catholictalkshow.com forward slash Hallow, yep. and you can experience it for free and participate in some of these upcoming things. That's right. So uh, very cool programs, very great people that we're happy to sponsor with. But again, we really want to focus again on the Sisters of Marian World Villages for Children. So go to catholictalkshow.com forward slash world villages, and you can directly support Sister Margie's work with these children in Tanzania. Now, before we go, I wanted to ask you one question. I, I noticed on your website, you say that the sisters help children that are being exploited and trafficked and, um, and abused throughout the world. What's that situation like in Tanzania? Because I know what it's like in, in Mexico City. I was able to experience that. What, what's the experience of that kind of exploitation and trafficking in Tanzania? I, it's very early to tell that well, how what is going on there, but uh, absolutely we can tell that the dignity and the the love for the girls are very low. Mm. They are not really treated as a person. Many houses I I went there, they is like Maasai um, tribe. Mm -hmm. They they love more animals than their own children. Mm. Mm. They like to have more numbers of animals to feel they are rich mm. than taking care of their children. They just have them, but they are not really educating them. Mm. Mm. So, I, yeah, so it's, it's kind of too early to tell, you know, you gotta get boots on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, to, and to realize that it's, it's in poverty that, um, that people who have very ill intentions, mm. they prey on the poor. Mm. And especially when it comes to the girls in every mm. respective uh, impoverished community that I've had mm. the privilege of uh, administering care or being receptive to the works of, of Christ, um, those are the most densely trafficked locations. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Sisters of Mary have worked so hard in, mm -hmm. in relationship to all of these communities. And now they're in this brand new initiative mm -hmm. in Tanzania that we hope that you will discern becoming a part of. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and Sister please know how we are a part of the Sisters of Mary. Mm -hmm. It's very evident that Our Lady of Guadalupe mm -hmm. has always united us uh, under her mantle yeah. right there in Mexico City at the shrine. And I look forward to returning once again mm -hmm. under her mantle to visit Chalco. And God willing, maybe Tanzania one of these yes, days. Please. I would love to. Oh, yes. uh, Father Dan and I were talking, um, you know, and, and I wish I had more time on my hands because yeah. my heart is for the Sisters of Mary. And, and I love look forward to the continued work that we will do together. Yes, I, I really love the children there, and especially boys. Look very cute, oh. like chocolate boys. <laughs> <laughs> so really, I love them. And they are so joyful, so happy. They said, sister, this is miracle for me, because oh. I was discouraged from my parents not to study, yeah. to fail in national exam so that we will mm. not spend any cents. I didn't have any hope, but I met you, and I'm here. I meet, I eat three times a day. I play soccer, football. I sing and I dance. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from from sorrow to joy, yes. you know, mm -hmm. sister, there is much to smile about. Mm -hmm. There is great hope in Christ mm -hmm. and in our Catholic faith. And we are so grateful to share that Catholic faith with you each and every week here at the Catholic Talk Show. Please, again, visit CatholicTalkShow.com forward slash 
World Villages, and you'll see a way to support this amazing work. Yeah, we really ask you to participate. Yeah. We all participate in this we, with money and time. And this is something that our audience can come together and really help with. This yeah. makes a difference. It this really is not does. just another random call. I mean, listen to the work they're doing and really try to be generous. You know, we're asking this as a personal favor yeah. to our friends at the Sisters of Mary. Yeah, yeah. it's very personal to yeah. us because we, we went down there and we see the yeah. impact. It's like I'm, I'm getting teary, you know, teary. And you guys have been like, working with Father Dan for years. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we've known Father Dan for a long time now. But it's, uh, it is a joy, my brothers and sisters. So let's put our smiles on. Like Mother Teresa used to always say, let your ministry begin with a smile. And let's share the light of Christ wherever we find ourselves in any poverty or darkness. Great hope in heaven and the kingdom of heaven is right here in our midst at our fingertips. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Amen.